Patriots fans, it is Monday, March 21st, 2022. Hope you all had a great weekend. It's time to mock the draft. Nah, it's time to muse the draft here on Locked On Patriots. And the Pats make a big move. Yeah, they made a big move. My good friend Thomas Murphy joins me here today. I'm Mike DeBate, and you are about to be locked in to the Locked On Patriots podcast. You are. You are. You are locked. Are Locked On Patriots, your daily New England Patriots podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All of you Foxborough faithful. And thank you once again for making Locked On Patriots your first listen every day. Sorry for the tech boos there to begin, folks, but we are live. We are here on YouTube, anywhere you get your podcasts. Locked On Patriots, your first listen every day. Thank you for, again, making Locked On Patriots a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. I'm Mike DeBate, your host of Locked On Patriots. You can find my written work at Patriot Maven of Sports Illustrated. Also, if you're out there on the Twitterverse, please be sure to follow the Locked On Patriots account as well, LO underscore Patriots. And if you're at it, you might want to follow me along with it at M-D-A-B-A-T-E-N-F-L. But it's Monday, so you know why you're all here, folks. You're here for the green wisdom and counsel of my good friend, the counter Murphy Fisto himself, the legendary Thomas Murphy. Murphy, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for bringing your wisdom and counsel here. Don Murphy. What a great Monday. <laughs> you know, I mean, that, does, that doesn't even count the fact that you and I get to sit down and do a little little uh, musing of the drafts. And it, it, it was a good Monday. And tell, tell all the people out there, Michael, why it's a great Monday. Well, it is a great Monday because we're going to be able to kick it off by talking some offensive linemen. One of our favorite topics here on Locked On Patriots, Murph, you know that. Murph did allude to the fact that we are musing the draft because, as you know, Murph and I do not make fun of the draft. We do not insult it in any way. We use it as our muse. We use it as our inspiration. So to inspire all of you today, we'll be looking at four great mock drafts submitted by some of the great listeners here on Locked On Patriots. And Murph, we do have some amazing loyal listeners here on Locked On. If you are a first-time listener or a new listener, thank you for continuing on in the journey with us. Murph is here every single Monday to bring you the wisdom and counsel the way only he can. And Bud, the Patriots made a big move on Monday morning, uh, a huge move, if you will. Uh, a six-foot-eight, 380-pound move. <laughs> Trent Brown coming back to the New England Patriots on a two-year deal. Murph, I don't think this requires much spin at all. This is just a great move for the New England Patriots. They needed to fortify that offensive line. You're losing Ted Karras. You're losing uh, Shaq Mason. You needed continuity. You needed someone with experience on that line, on the opposite, on the end of the line playing right tackle. Brown had a great year when he was healthy in 2021. Uh, to me, this is a no-brainer. This is a win-win for the Patriots and for Trent, who really loves playing here. Yeah, it really is. It's it's a fantastic move. Um, I called it last week when they were talking about uh, Trent going on his little tour. He went out to to Seattle, and it's like, you know, Trent Brown is not going to. No, no, it's not happening. 
no Russell Wilson to protect. There, there's no reason for him to go there. I, I had a really good feeling that he was going to come back. I'm glad that Bill made it a two-year deal. So hopefully we're not going through this again next year. Um, all the details haven't come out yet. I'm sure that this is going to be a heavily uh, laden contract with incentives for playing time. But no, a fantastic time. Uh, it would have been really difficult for the Patriots to go into this season with the young quarterback down three-fifths of its starting line, starting offensive line. Yeah, without any question. And I mean, you know, you bring someone not only with the experience of Trent Brown back into the fold, you're bringing back a player that – fits here scheme-wise, but he fits here in terms of the leadership and in, right. and in terms of the buy-in that he has in this system. I don't think Trent has ever felt about an organization the way he feels about the New England Patriots. <laughs> he spent time with two good organizations, San Francisco 49ers, Las yep. Vegas Raiders, just never seemed to assimilate himself into that culture. But I remember listening to Trent last year on Zoom conferences. Obviously, we had to do this uh, in a much more, you know, less personal uh, because of COVID restrictions. But hearing the enthusiasm in Trent's voice about being back in New England and about working, even just something as simple as working with the training staff, uh, he was really impressed by being back in New England and, and yep. utilizing that wisdom and counsel of Bill Belichick. And let's face it, the Patriots gained a lot more ground yardage, a lot more yardage overall when yeah. Trent was in the lineup as opposed to when he wasn't in the lineup. I encourage you all. Alex Barth of uh, 98.5, the Sports Hub, has a great tweet articulating both of those points. I used it in a piece that I wrote for Sports Illustrated this morning nice. on Trent's return. Uh, Alex do, uh, does great work, great friend of the program. Excellent. Uh, check him out as well, folks. I know most of you probably are, but if you're not, hidden gem in the, uh, yeah. in the, uh, the, the New England media when it comes to covering your New England Patriots, in my humble opinion. Anyways. Oh, yeah. Um, but bottom line, this is a big move for the New England Patriots, and now we're hearing that they're going to be hosting offensive lineman Ryan Bates, formerly yep. of the Buffalo Bills. He could come in, maybe compete for that starting left guard position. All of a sudden, that New England Patriots offensive line is looking a little bit more fortified, maybe a little bit better than people thought it was looking last week. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, justifiably so. I mean, you lose Ted Karras, you lose Shaq Mason, people are going to panic. I don't blame them for that, but... Maybe Bill Belichick did know what he was doing after all, Murph. Isn't that a normal yeah. concept? You know, just you know, just surprise people. He's been doing this for twenty years. It's uh, it, it's something that he does very well. Uh, we've always been able to put together a a fantastic offensive line here. A lot of people are losing their minds uh, that Skarnecchia isn't around. Skarnecchia is a phone call away, folks. He's a phone <laughs> call away. What do you, what do you see wrong? He'll give he'll give Bill the lowdown in five seconds, and and then he goes out and he fixes it. Um, but no, this this was a good move. Um, it, I would really like to see a little more depth before uh, mm. going into camp at this at this position at at offensive line. But no, it, it, it's rounding out. And surprise, surprise, people, uh, free agency doesn't stop at uh, you know one week into it. Yeah, exactly. You don't win free agency in the first two days. You no. may get the big splashes. You may get the big names. But in right. terms of building a complete roster, Bill Belichick and his crew have been at this for a while. And I think Long that, time. you know, a little bit of temperance, a little bit of patience. I, believe me, I do. I understand. I'm not going to berate fans. No. But, you know, looking at, you know, teams signing these huge free agents and, you know, your division rivals and, and conference rivals getting much yep. better. And, you know, you're worried about the, the fate of your team and you should be as a fan, but trust in the process because there is a process that's being followed. 
believe me when I tell you, don't listen to what you hear on terrestrial radio. Bill Belichick and his team know what they're doing, folks. They've got a plan in place, and they'll put it in place. And now you're starting to see that with the beginning of second wave free agency. And there you go. Also, I mean, I think Murph will probably back me up on this. I still think offensive line is a position that the Patriots identify in the draft. I don't think this precludes it. Isaiah Wynn is on his last year of his rookie deal. They picked up the fifth-year option, but I don't know what their plans are for him in the immediate future or the long-term future. Trent's here on a two-year deal, so 2022, 2023, we don't know what's going to happen beyond that. Patriots need to get younger, they need to get wiser, and they need to get players in that can make that type of transition and be Patriots linemen for the better part of the next few years. Yep. And since we're mentioning the draft, Murph, we have a ton of mock draft material to cover here today on oh, we do. Patriots. We so do. we're going to get right into that without much further ado. But first, Murph, I want to take a moment to give you Team Butchie's favorite segment here on Locked On <laughs> Patriots because we're going to talk a little bit about the great folks at Built Bar and the amazing product that they Love put it. out. Folks, you're always looking for sweet treats to snack on. It's it's the big college basketball tournament all week long. You know you're looking for some sweet treats to watch your team in the Sweet 16. Well, most of us are anyway. Sorry, Murph. Uh, but in any case, <laughs> I had to do it. To in do any it. case, folks, in any case, uh, the great folks over at Built Bar have done that because not only do they have a sweet treat that gives you more protein, less calories, just more energy, everything that you'd possibly want in a candy bar, they put into a protein bar that yep. tastes phenomenal. Oh. They always go for the taste first, and then they figure out how to make it healthy. And Murph, they pull it off. I don't know how they do it, but they do it. And you're looking for flavor, they have a plethora of flavors. And Murph knows all what it's like to know. You, Murph, you know what it's like to have I a know. plethora. You know. I know. I exactly. Know. I'm talking mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond, salted caramel, whatever your desire, they probably have a flavor for it. So do yourself a favor. Go to BuiltBar.com today. Excuse me, Built.com today. Put on the code, promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order. That's Built.com, B-U-I-L-T.com. Put in the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your next order today at Built.com. There's a flavor for everybody in the family, folks. Go get some. Absolutely. Definitely do that. (laughs) Patriots fans, we are here on Mondays because of this man here joining me on the microphone. It's not Monday unless it's hashtag locked on Murph Monday. No one else will have me. Usually, (laughs) I don't know about that. He graces us with with his presence each and every week, and we're extremely happy to have them. He even lets me get some NCAA tournament digs in there as well. And the guy takes it graciously. What more can you ask for? and a friend and a colleague. But Don Murph, normally during the season, this is our opportunity to recap the action that we've seen on Sundays. But in the offseason, Mondays are still fun. We still put the fun in Monday. I don't know. That didn't make any sense. But bear with me, folks. To Monday morning, coffee's still kicking in. We muse the draft here on Locked On Patriots because, as my good friend always says, we don't make fun of the draft. We hold it sacred. And because we use it as our inspiration, as our muse, we take a little liberties with the play on words and we decide to muse the draft. 
Murph, let's get right into it. We've got four pretty interesting drafts, and we'll start off with one that's uh, submitted by a first-time submitter here yeah. on Locked On Patriots. Um, love this Twitter handle, Captain7 at Captain underscore seven reigns. That's R-E-I-G-N-S. Um, I like the number seven. My dad was born on the seventh of the month. Got to love that. It's all good. Um, his draft included quite a few trades. Uh, there were... Uh, I think yeah. some interesting moves here that he uh, was able to make and kind of manipulating the draft board in order to be able to fill Patriots positions of need, yeah. not necessarily with the names that you're hearing all the time, some of which you are, but um, I don't know about you. I, I liked this one. The Patriots, I, I, I'm sorry, go ahead, Murph. Yeah, I did. I, I like the way that he, he attacked this draft. He, he went up and down the board. Um, very, very uh, Belichickian in his mm -hmm. movements uh, up and down. So like I said, some of the names that, that you uh, are going to hear coming up are, are, are names that you might not have, but are, are good, solid choices. Absolutely. And trading his way down from a trade with the Arizona Cardinals to a trade with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to a trade with the Chiefs, including a trade with the New York Giants. And folks, don't worry. We're going to be posting all of the still images of these trades while you're listening to this. Be yep. sure to open up another window. Check out LO underscore Patriots, and you'll see the graphic of the trades that I'm talking about using our guys over at thedraftnetwork.com. So kudos, Seven Rings. We appreciate that, Captain. And uh, he has the Patriots settling in, ultimately, with their first pick of the 2020 to NFL draft being at pick number 36 and he has them going wide receiver and Christian Watson coming mm -hmm. to New England Murph we know the Patriots are in need of a wide receiver if this is the first pick that the New England Patriots make um right pick right time is, <clears throat> is this a stretch is this you know a little bit too late what's your thoughts on Watson at number 36 you know not to pick on the new guy um but <laughs> it, I I really don't see this this happening. I'm not a huge fan of Watson, uh, especially here. If if you wanted to talk about him at the, the in the middle of round three, sure, go ahead. He, he's he's a one trick pony. He's an outside guy with not a lot of speed. He does not have uh, the separation that I'd like to see, and doesn't really get the yak that you know that I love so much. Um, I, I I really can't understand taking him at at this position. I'm sorry, but. Yeah, I think in a lot of ways, I know there's there's still some hesitation uh, when it comes to Watson, and I and I do get it. I, I'm not saying that it's a bad pick. I definitely don't think it's a bad pick at all. I, I can understand the fit there. Um, I think the positioning of where he's he's taking him might be a little bit of a stretch, but again, I think the ingenuity here uh, by the captain is definitely something interesting, and, and I, I applaud him for utilizing the draft and being able to utilize trades. Uh, very creative yeah. use of that. I, again, very Belichickian. So this was a different type of look and feel. It, um, I, I liked this. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I misspoke. He he does get the act that 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 I tend to enjoy mm -hmm. it's just you know it there there's something there, there's better players at this position at this point in time in the draft to to take it and i i'm i'm guilty of this myself watching a certain ball player and really falling in love with him but like i say his route tree is just really limited and i think the patriots would be better off going somewhere else but uh, sorry about that misspeak <laughs> 
No, no worries. No, that's yeah. that's fine. That's why we're here. You know what? We correct on the fly and we always make things work. And uh, we appreciate that. We always appreciate that for uh, our guests, especially the esteemed Mr. Murphy right here uh, to my left. Um, Roger McCreary, cornerback, yeah. coming in at number 47. Now, McCreary is at that echelon. He's at the top of a lot of the corners that are being mm -hmm. mentioned out there. Uh, maybe the, one of the more complete corners in this yeah. uh, uh, draft. I like I I would like to see Roger McCreary and to see what he can do in New England, especially knowing now that J.C. Jackson is not going to be coming through that door here in Foxborough. Right. Uh, when you look at McCreary at number forty-seven, the only issue that I have with this is I just don't think he's going to be there at forty-seven. Right. Um, but if he's there, if the Patriots can somehow pull this off, this would be an amazing coup, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Um, there. You're going to need a little luck for him to be there. But this kid is a fluid athlete who who just, you know, he glues on to somebody. He has fantastic top-end speed. I really like this pick, man. Way, way to bounce back after the dragging that I just gave you. Again, sorry. <laughs> really sorry. Um, but uh, no, no. Way to bounce back. I would definitely enjoy this pick at this spot. Uh, I think I'd do cartwheels over it. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. And and again, I really, I, I like McCreary's potential fit. I wrote about him as a guy that the Patriots needed to watch during the senior bowl, uh, during someone that they needed to watch during the combine. And it's nice to see him getting a little bit of play. I know we hear a lot about Elam lately, and we're going to get right. to Kyrie Elam, and I love him as well. Uh, I think he is uh, one of the more dynamic talents at the position in this draft. But don't sleep on McCreary, folks, either. I think he can be a solid fit here. So good pick, Captain. Like that one. Rounding out some of the, uh, the draft here with him uh ed ingram uh, in the interior offensive line coming over at number uh 85 yep. the 85th selection um number number 87 quay walker coming over for uh at a linebacker position oh. they can get someone as adept at being able to right. move into this system at quay walker in the 80s uh in terms of overall selections patriots doing something right uh claire pay attention at number 91 tight end kate Hotton <laughs> coming over um you know, a little more tight endage fuel for yep. the fire. Um, and, of course, uh, you know, rounding out some of the later round picks, uh, Hassan Haskins I thought was interesting in number 170 coming over as the running back. Uh, Kellen Dyche coming over uh, as an offensive tackle. Patriots definitely need tackle depth to round yep. out the uh, the draft. Uh, overall, I thought a solid effort from the captain. I do want to give a, right. definitely an A-plus for effort in terms of the trades. Uh, I thought there was a good amount of uh, um, uh, you know ingenuity and uh, a lot of creativity shown. So a lot of savvy. Overall, I, overall, I like this draft. I, I want to give him a solid B-plus here. Yeah, I'm going to give him a B on this draft. I, re I really am. Uh, there was a reach in the first round, but the, the rest of the draft, if it fell this way, I would be uh, – don't want to say ecstatic, but I would be thrilled uh, if it came out that way. I would love uh, Walker on this team. There's a little bit of a question as to whether or not his uh, size and speed are going to uh, translate to the next level. And um, other than that, man, this this is a solid draft. This is a solid draft right here. Absolutely. And, and again, I think a solid draft, a lot of trades. We're switching things up a little bit here on Mock Draft Monday, and we kind of like that. We, we like doing things a little bit differently. And speaking of differently, I think we're going to segue into the next draft that we're going to break down, which is not just a Patriot-centric draft, Murph. It's an overall first round 
draft submitted by our good friend Jason Sullivan at Sully6827. And Sully got in a draft very much under the wire last week, right? Yep. At, I believe it was 11.58 it came in uh, for the deadline. And uh, this time around, Sully chose to uh, go a little bit of a different direction. And I thought it would be fun to break down a draft that we haven't really done yet here on Mock Draft Monday, which is yep. a complete draft of uh, the NFL um, and the first round. And of course, Jacksonville, number one pick, Aiden Hutchinson, edge uh, rusher. A lot of people are saying this could be a consensus number one pick. Um, your thoughts just off the bat on, uh, did he get it right on number one? Or Yeah, he two? sure did. Yeah, he sure absolutely. did. There, there, there's nobody else in, in this class that I would take number one overall. There's no, there isn't that quarterback. There isn't that... Uh, that uh, wide receiver, there, there, there isn't that 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 cornerback that that you're really going to want to run out and trade up for. And this fantastic uh, first pick, you can't go wrong. Yeah, absolutely, and you're absolutely right on that. I think with everyone's needs and with the way this draft is setting up, it's really going to be tough to pinpoint exactly what teams need. There's no real consensus number one. I think if you're looking at Hutchinson going number one to the Jaguars, this is a great move for them in terms of what they need uh, on defense. So good selection there, uh, yeah, I, Jason. I, I agree yeah, with this. But Sully, you know, um, sending Kyle Hamilton uh, to the Jets at number four, I hate you. <laughs> Yeah, you. yeah. Oh I think a lot God. of yeah that that would that would elicit a lot of groans oh, uh, coming God, from the Foxborough area, folks. Oh, uh, without pick. any question. Um, but uh, oh, we're lucky; the Jets are going to screw it up. <laughs> when you're a Jet, you're a Jet all you're the jet way. Jet all right? the way. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, this is where it gets interesting to me because everyone, obviously, you're listening to Locked On Patriots, folks. You want to know where the Patriots fell in terms of Jason's draft, and and you can again check out the draft, uh, check right. out the graphic, excuse me, on Locked On Patriots, uh, lo underscore Patriots on Twitter. But uh, number twenty one, interior offensive lineman out of the University of Iowa, Tyler mm -hmm. Linderbaum. Oh. Now Tyler is one of the top offensive line prospects in this draft he is a surefire center prospect yeah I, I like this kid i love his game yep. i love what he brings to the table he's a pro caliber ready player from the day he's you know steps off the dais in uh, las vegas and becomes a full-fledged member of the nfl mm -hmm. my thought process is i just i don't know if i see the patriots doing this at number 21 with all due no. respect so uh first of all i don't think Linderbaum projects well at any other position other than center. Right. I know people are saying that the contract that David Andrews signed last year might be a cuttable contract, but Andrews lends so much wisdom, counsel, experience, yep. um, uh, you know, solidarity, whatever type of uh, trait that you want to assign to him that shows that he is one of the true leaders and captains on this team. I'm not sure the Patriots are going to be willing to cut bait with that just yet. Right. Uh, there's some question with arm length. Uh, I know a lot of people mentioned that with uh, a Linderbaum as well. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Is this something the Patriots should entertain? Yeah. Um, no, uh, I, I do believe we have one more contract in, in our center. Uh, Linderbaum is, is a fantastic ball player. He really is, but he is a center. And um, I, I can I can I can speak to this myself because I was a center. Uh, when you can't move around, at least on the interior, it really limits your um, your draftability, especially in the mind of uh, Bill Belichick. 
a, a fantastic pick. It, it, one of those guys that it would be hard to pass on if you needed a center, but the Patriots just don't need a center. Um, yeah. it, it, they just don't. It, it, there, there's another contract there coming up. I, I'm not really worried about it. If I was worried about it, uh, I, I would go ahead and make this pick, but I'm not. Yeah, I I would definitely say that I agree with you on that. Uh, and again, like uh, you know, Jason, we don't mean any disrespect here, you no, because you know we don't disrespect our no. our, our great uh, great listeners. But uh, yeah, this one surprised me a little bit because when you look at the players that were still on the board for the Patriots at the time, yeah. and players that could come in make an immediate impact here. Chris Olave goes number twenty-two oh God, to man, the uh, <laughs> to, yeah. you know to the Green Bay Packers. I mean, he'd be a phenomenal fit in Green Bay, yeah. no question about Devin, it. But Devin not, Lloyd is still on. The, yeah, Devin Lloyd, there, number twenty-six, you know, to the Tennessee Titans. Um, you know, uh, I even and you want to talk about offensive line. I think guys that might fit better into what the Patriots scheme go is ahead, going go to be. It. Zion Johnson out of Boston Zion College, Johnson. Bernard Ryman coming over yep. from Central Michigan. These guys, big Austrian, you know, these guys right now, I think fit what the Patriots would want to do if they're going to go offensive line in the first round, which, by the way, I can definitely see them doing. Yeah. Um, yep. I just don't know if Linderbaum is the guy that they would use that pick on, knowing that at, for at least the next year or two, David right. Andrews is going to be manning that position in New England. That's it. So. At least two years, maybe yeah. four. It, it's, yeah. you know, if this was 2024, um, then yeah, I'd, I'd think about making this move. But right now, no. And and as Mike said, there there are just too many good offensive linemen that are still on the on the board here that would fit mm-hmm. a, an immediate need. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so uh, grading time, Murph. Uh, overall, I think uh, I like the fits that he has for some of the yep. uh, the teams out there. I definitely want to give him a solid B for the effort. Yep. Um, again, I just I'm not sure it's something that the New England Patriots are going to do right now. But you know, bottom line, I mean, the Patriots know better than anybody what their needs are. I mean, if they do end up coming away with someone like Linderbaum or Linderbaum himself, yep. you definitely do a lot worse. This guy's NFL ready, so it's not like you picked a player that doesn't belong to go number twenty one. I'm just not oh. sure about the fit. That's why right. I give it a B. Yeah, me too. I'll give it. A, I'll give it a straight B, even a B plus. Uh, mm-hmm. If if Sully was drafting for the Jets right now, I'd probably unfollow him. <laughs> Well, in that case, folks, uh, we will continue on with Patriot-centric drafts here. We thank Sully for having the ingenuity and the temerity uh, to submit a full uh, first round. We love going over these types of drafts here. So keep them coming, folks, no matter what your draft preference is. Murph and I, if it catches our sharp eye, we'll definitely break it down right here on Locked On Patriots. And we'll continue to do that in just a moment. But first, as you know, it is that time of year again. College basketball's tournament is finally upon us. We're in full swing, and those 16 teams that are remaining in the hunt for a championship are about to play this coming weekend. So from all the latest odds, contests, player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and information. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, your podcasts, and your news this season. But it's not just basketball, folks. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information needs, including live betting and even your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Patriots fans, we are in the midst of Locked On Murph Monday. We are also in the midst of Mock Draft Monday. But as you know, here on Locked On Patriots, we do not mock the draft. It is our muse, our inspiration. So Murph and I share our musings with you. And in the previous segment, Bud, we talked about 
uh, an interesting draft, a lot of trades uh, coming from our friend, the captain, as well as a full first round breakdown by our good friend, Jason Sullivan. But we go and we transition now to a mock draft <clears> submitted to submitted by one of our favorites here, one of my favorite you know, <laughs> listeners, one of my favorite interact, it really one of my favorite yeah. Twitter follows. Uh, LJ, you are a, a true that. treasure, and we, we, we love you, buddy. We really and truly Great do. follow. LJ is so eager for the Patriots to get that number one wideout to make Mac Jones as great as he possibly can. Uh, he wants to see this team do well. The passion yeah. that you give LJ is just tremendous. Um, but he didn't go wide receiver no. in his mock draft in the first round. I no. love this pick. I think this I, is yeah, great. Yeah, me too. Oh, um, my God. I really did. I really enjoyed LJ's draft. This was mm. a lot of fun to break down. Yeah, I went and number 20... my wife after reading this draft. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, come here, honey. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yep. that's that's yeah, definitely. It, uh, it, it works, folks. Let's just say yeah. that. Um, number 21, Devontae Wyatt. Um, when it comes to interior defensive linemen, uh, my good friend, Kevin Tame of, uh, Sports Illustrated, my colleague at Patriot Maven, uh, has loved Devonte Wyatt for quite yep. some time, wrote a great piece, uh, on him, uh, in terms of a draft profile and how he fits the Patriot scheme. Uh, this to me, it'd be a great pick at number 21. If the, if the Pats come away with Wyatt at number 21 to shore up that defensive line, right. uh, I think they could definitely do a lot worse. What are your thoughts on Wyatt coming in at number 21? A lot worse. They 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 could do you know a below the equator type worse here than than <laughs> this pick. It, it's I would lose my mind if if he was there. This kid is everything that that I want in a defensive lineman. He is a fantastic. Uh, you know, run blocker. He he sheds blocks like nobody else on mm -hmm. the planet. We all saw how uh, how quick he was at the combine, and him chasing down these mobile quarterbacks that that are are running outside is fantastic. Don't get me wrong, folks. Jordan Davis is the best freaking uh, defensive lineman in this in this class, but there's no way in hell he's going to be here. But if Wyatt is there and they don't take it, I will jump off the Tobin. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think a lot of people will. I, you yeah. know, bottom line, when you look at guys that can come in have an immediate impact. Um, yeah, Wyatt to me is is <clears throat> just he's one of those types of, of players where you can you can plug him in all over and you can really utilize his skill set pretty much in every type of uh, of formation. And I think New England. And I wrote about this a little bit yesterday. I think New England is a little bit more apt to incorporate more 4-3 this year than you've seen in the past. I think yep. the way that they want to try to match speed for speed, it makes sense. They want to try to sell out, stop the run. But this is a team that's never going to go away from its 3-4 sets. No. Uh, they're, they're just That's part of Bill Belichick and a part of what he does. So in my opinion, getting Wyatt here yeah. uh, is, is a huge coup for the New England Patriots. Great pick. The kid um, could know, play LJ. anywhere. The kid exactly. could play anywhere. You could stand him up as a as a middle linebacker for Christ's sakes, and I and I it, it would work out. That's how good he is. He's just he's he's that fast. He's that athletic and that huge. This Absolutely. is not a this is not a puny human people. No, definitely not. Without any question. And coming in next because LJ did not make any trades in his nope. uh, in his draft, uh, which is certainly fine. We uh, we support that. Uh, actually makes it a lot easier for us to break it down. So keep that coming, LJ. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, LJ gets his wide out, bud. Yeah. And it's a wide out that we've talked about here several times. Not much more can be said than what we've already said about this man. Number 54, John Mechie. Yeah. If, if, he, if Mechie is there at 54 yeah. and the Patriots don't do this, um, 
yeah, something something is something is a brewing in Foxborough, yeah. and it's not brewing all that well. Uh, no. Yeah, this this it, to it, me if is. If they pass on Mechie here, it's yeah. because that Bill is just channeling his inner uh, Navy run game attack from the nineteen fifties, <laughs> and uh, and I will I, I'll lose I'll lose my mind if yeah. they do. Th this kid is is the true proven playmaker in this draft. The only reason he might be here is because of the injury that, that he's dealing with, but I, I take him, take him. I don't care if you have to wait a year for him to get on the field, take him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, rounding out the, uh, the, the tops uh, of this uh, draft, I guess you can call them the tops. Uh, number 85, Fedarian Mathis comes in, shore yeah. up the interior defensive line, another D lineman. So right. sandwiched in between two D linemen, you get the wide receiver that you're looking for. I like this pick at number 85. I think it's pretty well, you know, in line with where he may go uh, and his skill set. Uh, I think he could be a good swing, uh, um, you know, interior defensive lineman, provide some, uh, some beef and a little bit of, uh, yeah. a little bit of you know, a little bit of help uh, there for the New England Patriots as well. Um, LJ addresses the offensive line, goes with Andrew Stuber coming in at number yep. 127. Love that and pick there. This is a great pick. I think this is really yeah. one of the ones that if the Patriots can snag something like this, this late in the draft, I think it could be potential steal time. Uh, he's a good uh, you know, tackle, can really fill yep. some of the, uh, the void that the Patriots have at that position. And uh, Isaac Taylor Stewart, a cornerback coming in at number 170. Murph, your overall impressions on LJ's draft. I know Wyatt, Mechie, and, and Mathis coming in uh, at the top and Stuber uh, really helped uh, to uh, tip this one. Uh, I'm thinking a B plus with a solid uh, A rising with this yeah. one. I really, I really liked LJ's effort here. This is a solid B draft that could end up as an A draft in in a year or two. Um, these are there. There are a lot of guys in this in this. Uh, Round that LJ put out that that are I don't want to call projects, but guys that are going to have to grow into their role. Bill is very um, uh, comfortable mm -hmm. uh, in allowing that to happen and not rushing guys in into anything. The only thing you know that the the double dip at uh, twenty one and then coming back at eighty five for another defensive lineman is, you know, I can understand what LJ is doing here. He wants to build that depth on the offense, on the defensive line. And I like it. I'm not sure Bill's going to do it though, but you know, heads up. Good. I mean, you know, thumbs up for you, LJ. You froze. And Mike is froze. I'm not sure uh, if I'm on air or if he's on air. But I'm going to keep talking, LJ. You did you did a great job. You you really did. This was a fantastic draft. You uh you, you definitely hit on all of the needs. Um, late in in this, uh, Chris Paul, I really love at 200, and um you know Stuber is, is a fantastic pick. Um, at 127, you know, really good stuff. Really good stuff. No, folks, I mean, um, our good friend Andrew Caraway came in and he really hit the ball out of the, uh, you know, kicked the ball right out of the stadium 
today. Uh, Kieran out of Florida with uh, he traded, you know, traded back and took him at 31. I think this is a fantastic pick. Um, Abraham Lucas out of Washington State. Wow. Uh, I, I don't want to call that up. Oh, I'm sorry. Here's Mike's back. <laughs> we have returned, folks. Yeah. Technical difficulties all around on Locked On Patriots today, but that does not stop us from the grind. And this man has carried the torch in the absence, uh, and I do appreciate that. Yeah. What more could I ask for, man? Thank you so much. Uh, and I know you're already knee-deep in Andrew Carraway's uh, yeah, uh, you know, no, trade no. here. Let's and, by all um, means start over with, with, with what Andrew's doing here. Yeah, definitely. No, I think we can kind of pick up exactly where you left off and Kyer Elam coming in at number 31 yeah. after the trade that uh, he was able to pull off. And I like the trade, by the way, as well. I do. Giving up the number 21, but you pick up number 31. You yeah. also pick up number 63. And I think that is great opportunity for the Patriots to turn two potential good players into three. And that's yeah. exactly what he's done here. Elam, I think, is that type of alpha corner that the New England Patriots would love to see here. Oh. Uh, follows that method of a guy like a Stefan Gilmore, not, yep. not, I'm not comparing the playing styles, no. comparing the attitudes. You get that swagger that in swag. that position oh. right there. And he's going to bring it very similar to what, you know, JC Jackson was able to bring to that position. Yep. Um, say what you will. I mean, I know he's taken a lot of lumps here over the last few years, but you know, Asante Samuel had that when he played yeah. here and you know, Ty law had it, obviously. I mean, obviously comparing someone There's to Ty great, law. Yeah. 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 Comparing someone to Ty Law is very difficult. But, you know, I think Elon has an opportunity to be that type of impact I, player. So as, I, I like it. As a rookie coming in, I don't have a problem with with that um, uh, assessment. Uh, I, I think he's a fantastic freaking guy. Uh, you know, he's he's had some injury problems over the past couple of years. Uh, mm -hmm. He's not a pure athlete. Um, you know, he, he gave up some big plays, but in this system, I, I think that would be, um, you know, dialed down a little bit, but he's a long physical guy with a high motor. Uh, he's got the size at six, two, uh, he, he's a fluid guy, even though he has the, that, that bigger frame that, that you're looking mm -hmm. for. And, yes. and what I like most, he's a, he, he was a wide receiver. Yeah, absolutely. The guy was a wide receiver, and absolutely. I love when they flip those guys. Oh, you got you, your hands are aren't aren't you know the best on the planet? Let's just flip you over, and you go ahead and prove it. Prove it on the other side of the ball. Mm -hmm. it, yeah. it, it's it's a good pick. I, I would absolutely. not be upset with this at all. No, I wouldn't be upset with it either. I agree with that. I think you know switching from the receiver. Yeah. yeah. At yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but not not at 31. Not at 31. No, definitely no. not. This is a great, uh, great move and exactly where he needs to be. And I'm so glad that you mentioned, uh, you know, him switching over from being a receiver. Uh, to me, this has the aura of a very gifted uh, defense attorney that decides that maybe he's better off putting the guilty in jail and he switches over and he does it. He knows how to play both sides. So, right. you know, this is something that I think is, is a great move. Um, Caraway again pulls it off, I think, here. Um, I'm maybe not as, as high on, on this one as I was with the Elam, but I'm still pretty high on this one as yep. well. Abraham Lucas out of Washington State coming over um, at uh, the tackle position gives the Patriots what they need in terms of tackle depth. Um, your thoughts on picking him up with number 54. This is the original Patriots pick. This is not one of the right. trades. This is where I they would it. have been. Yeah. I think the guy comes in here and um, as a second round pick, we'll, we'll – contribute from the get-go uh it, it, you you can't tear this pick up it's a fantastic pick 
Yeah, absolutely. I really, really do. I like this. And, and the Patriots are getting the depth that they need. Yeah. They've solved the problem at corner. They solved the problem at tackle. They solved the problem at wide receiver, number 63, John oh. Mechie again. Not uh, happening. You know, if Mechie does not come to the New England Patriots, folks, Murph and I may weep here on yeah. Locked On Patriots the day after the draft is, is yeah. completed. We'll be on the air uh, that Monday. And, uh, yeah, this this could be a very difficult situation for me and Murph. But right now, again, uh, I love the selection of Mechie. Yeah. A little surprised that PFF gave him a C-plus here. Yeah. Maybe it's, I, maybe I, it's the uh, – um, uh, maybe it's the timing, maybe it's the placement, uh, but in terms of, of someone that can come in and be an effective weapon in this system, I don't understand how you uh, uh, you negate what John Mechie can do. Right, but, you know, such as life. But you know, it, it's really it, it really befuddling. I, I think the the way the algorithms work. Um, I think they, they see that Mechie is coming off of that that terrible freaking injury, and they're yeah. not. Sure. But it, it, there's no way that this should be a C plus move. If you got John Mechie at the at 63, that's an A. You know, that's that's mm. that's that's like you know sitting back at the Christmas story, and yeah. the, the teacher going A plus A plus all around the all around the room. I would love yep. this at 63. I don't think he's going to be there, and I I don't think Andrew thinks so either. He was just so shocked that he was there. He had to take him. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and if that is the windfall that the Patriots experience on draft night, uh, I think they'll uh, be very happy with that. Yeah. Um, Number 85 in oh, round God. three. We're here for the Patriots now in all of their picks now. So now we're looking at Darian Beavers, linebacker from Cincinnati coming over. Um, Dante Hightower 2.0, Murph? Yeah, that, that's that's a perfect example. I love Beavers. Mm -hmm. I love everything he does. Uh, you know, I like Chad Mua, I, but, you know, Beavers is, is just, you know, you folks keep talking about the prototypical Patriot um, linebacker. This mm -hmm. is it. You know, you yeah. all want to take us, you all want to take Mike and me and myself to task for Nicobe Dean. Uh, this is, this is the anti Nicobe Dean folks. He, he did, but he does, he still does it all. I'd be mm -hmm. happy as, yeah, as, as pie with, with, you know, you know, with, with this pick here. Yeah, I know the fans are clamoring for additional speed. We heard over yeah. the weekend that the Patriots are telling linebackers they want to get quicker, they want to get younger at the position. Uh, this allows them definitely to get younger, and it allows them to maintain that type of prototypical linebacker. Yeah. Not sure if the fit is as hand-in-glove. I may have liked this one a little bit more if they didn't bring back um, uh, uh, Juwan Bentley. But right. at the same time, I mean, you can't go wrong. These guys just stay they have a knack of being able to succeed here in a Belichick system. So this could be a right fit for them. And I like the placement here at 85. So good job, yeah. Andrew. If, um, if, the, if the Patriots take Beavers here, then every quarterback in the AFC East should be a little nervous. Right. Absolutely. Without any question. Uh, rounding out the, uh, the, the best of the rest, uh, I'd like to call it here for the New England Patriots in Andrew Carraway's draft um, at the tackle position. Zach Tom coming over from uh, Wake Forest yep. uh, at number 127. Love it. Uh, Micah McFadden at linebacker coming over really from Indiana. This. Great pick. This oh. was one of my favorites. Uh, from, uh, from If you can snag yeah, a linebacker as versatile. Exactly. Mm -hmm. At number 170, PFF gave him Holy an A+. Plus. I give him an A-plus on yeah. this. Uh, this was a great one. This really opened my eyes. Huge, huge move. Heads yep. up move for Andrew Carraway here. Uh, Jerion Ely coming over uh, at uh, number 200. Gives the Patriots a little bit of uh, depth in the uh, offensive yeah. backfield. 
Um, Slade Bolin rounding out. I know a lot of people. He's become the fan favorite here uh, for uh, uh, for the yeah. Patriots to take in late rounds. Uh, more might bold even and be, more better. Yeah, exactly. He Bye, might Brandon. even be. Uh, Enjoy. Yeah. You notice I didn't bring that up, Murph. I didn't want yeah, to. I, I didn't want to lessen the mood. No, uh, but right. uh, we are we are going to mention uh, uh, Brandon Bolden just for a minute here. Uh, I'm personally going to miss him tremendously. Absolutely, I am. I'm going to miss him tremendously. Yeah. New England will, but life goes on, my friend. Uh, the locker room will. You got to take care of the family. You know, absolutely. You know, the, when it comes down to it, you got to take care of the family. Mm -hmm. And uh, and he really did. And I, I wish him nothing but the best yeah. out there in Las Vegas. Yeah. Uh, he just hats off to everything that he's done here over his career. A lot of you people do not understand. Some people saw it last year with the expanded role. But what he has been able to do in his career as an undrafted free agent is nothing short of amazing. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's, you know, just keep going, B. Keep yeah, going. absolutely. And, uh, you know, if there are, if there was a place that he had to move on to, um, you're happy to see him going to somewhere like Las Vegas, where yep. he's not only going to be under the tutelage of Josh McDaniels, Dave Ziegler, but he's got some guys on that roster that he knows very well, obviously, right. uh, Jakob Johnson going over, uh, Chandler Jones yep. is going to be over in, um, in, uh, Las Vegas as well. So, uh, good spot for him. And I think he'll be able to do well there in the silver and black. Murph, it's uh, just about time to wrap things up here, but not before we give Andrew our grade, our final grade here on his mock draft for this Monday episode of Locked On Patriots. Um, I got to go with an A on this one. Yeah, I, I think he really, I think he hit, I think he hit this one out of the park yeah. in all ways. Yep. A plus. I, yeah. I, you know, they, it gets dragged down for some reason, taking Mechie in the third round, and I think that's yeah. ridiculous. But uh, you know, Slade Bolden. Everybody's favorite little, you know, inside guy. I'm not sure about anymore. Um, but no, other than that, man, the, the solid B's across the uh, across it, and the, there's an A in here at the top of the draft with Elam at at, at 31. Yeah, I got an A plus grade here. You know, between Mechie, Beavers, and then coming back with uh, with uh, McFadden, it, it's wow. This this is brilliant. This is the best draft that that Andrew has sent into us to date. Yeah, without any question. Uh, again, uh, some of the, uh, the the moves that he was able to pull off. McFadden, to me, at number 170, gives this one the A-plus rising as far as yeah. I'm concerned. Uh, but I love Elam at number 31. I like Lucas, Mechie, Beavers, all the, the whole nine yards. Zach Tom, I think, can you know provide some good uh, depth at tackle if they can snag him in the early part of the middle 100s. I, I like that as well. So, folks, thank you all so much. I, we really appreciate LJ, the captain, Jason Sullivan, Andrew Caraway for submitting the great mock drafts. Again, folks, head over to LO underscore Patriots on Twitter to check out the graphics, the visuals of all yeah. of these uh, mock drafts that we broke down here today. But most of all, my friend, what can I say? You lend your wisdom and counsel the way you only can. You are the true Don of Locked On Patriots, and you helped even navigate us through some technical snafus today. What more can I say? <laughs> Before I let you go, buddy, please enlighten all of our listeners where they can find you, your great work, whether it be pen to paper, whether it be voice to microphone, uh, the baseball coverage that this man provides is second to none. I don't trust it until it comes from Murph when it's MLB related. So, bud, please, uh, the floor is yours. I'm honored. I'm always humbled by your presence. Thank you so much for uh, having me back each and every week, Mike. Uh, yeah, folks, you can follow me on the Twitter sphere at TMurph207. Uh, of course, tomorrow we'll be out with another uh, amazing um, 
One Patriot's Place with, with Classy Claire and, of course, Steve Balistrieri. You can find all of my writing exclusively over at E2GSports.com. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really getting into baseball right now, but no, you'll get me uh, – uh, you, you'll you'll catch me dipping my toe back into Patriots land every now and then. But no, thank you. Thank you again for having me, uh, folks. Thank you for uh, tuning in and reading everything that I do. Absolutely. And again, folks, if it's pen to paper, if it's voice to microphone, if it comes from this man right here, I cannot recommend it highly enough. It's point, click, learn, enrichment material. You become a smarter fan. You become a better fan. You just become better at life for reading what this man and hearing what this man has to say. It's going to be fun next week, Murph. We're going to continue to break down your mock drafts right here on Locked On Patriots. In the meantime, thank you for continuing to make Locked On Patriots not just your first listen every day, but a daily part of your New England Patriots coverage. On behalf of the Count of Murphy Fisto himself, the great Thomas Murphy, I'm your host, Mike DeBate. Stay safe, folks. Stay well. Continue to be the change that you wish to see in the world. Thank you for navigating with us through our technical difficulties. Have a great day, everyone.